All right, welcome back to Liquidity and Liquor. Scott and Yosef here. Uh, today we're talking about the power of goals. And I think that this is a topic, again, that can be discussed a lot, but people don't really apply it to their life unless they really understand it. So, Yosef, start, and then I'll, I'll add some ideas on. But what do you what do you think you need to do to truly understand and implement the power of goals in your life? Yeah, so... Look, without a goal, it's easy to fall into your comfort. Once you have a goal in your mind, and it's an achievable goal, and I'm going to tell you what it means, achievable goal, you start getting uncomfortable, and it's okay because you need to start pursuing that. So here is how it goes. And by the way, it can happen to anybody, no matter how successful you are or how. So if you have, say, 10 grand in your bank account and you want to have a goal of making 100 million, you're never going to just jump off and start breaking it down into small pieces because it's so far off. You can have it in the back of your head, but you need to start with, I have 10, I have 10 grand, I need to have maybe 40 grand or 50 grand. Have something more achievable. Now, it's easier to take the first step towards something like this because you're saying, well, this is what I need to do to achieve that first step for that goal. Don't spend here, maybe work a little bit more over there. Now you have 40. Once you get, eventually get to a point that you have maybe a couple hundred thousand, 200,000, you're no longer the same person that had 10,000. You see things different, but your mindset shifted from a spender to maybe a saver or an investor, a builder, everything else. It transforms you. It is a lot harder to move from that, say, 50,000 to 100 or 200,000 versus making it from a million to two million. That first part is the toughest part. But once you've done this as a goal, once you understand the goal, you, you understand why it's so important to not stop when you get to a million or two million. Because... You can still fall into the comfort zone and say, well, I got a million. I am great. I'm, well, it's all relative, right? Mm -hmm. So the power of goal pushes you to be a little bit uncomfortable piece by piece. Now, again, if you, if you take an unachievable goal where you want to have a trillion dollar that wasn't achieved by any human yet, right? That's a different story, right? So you have to think, okay, what is attainable? in a short time, in, in a particular time for where it can be measured, and I can take particular tactical steps to move towards that, right? And that's my, my thing about, about, about uh, people who made it at the end had those in the back of their heads. They really wanted Always. to achieve something, right? They didn't maybe articulate this to themselves. They didn't say, yes, this is my goal, and here's a, like a, a chart where... But they knew what they're going after. They had their milestones in their life they wanted to hit. Yes. And I want to tell you, I want to talk about this because this came up with me last week where somebody who is a, a sort of like a business influencer to a younger audience, she put out a post about, do you set goals for yourself? And a lot of people came back saying like, no, goals are outdated. I want to be fluid in my career. I don't want to be like regimented in the one path that I take. Because I mm. think that when people are going through Let's give her the credit. Who's the person? It's Gabrielle. Gabrielle. I have to get her TikTok. I'll okay. drop the TikToks. I can't remember her 
I'll find it, but okay. I'll find it after okay, when you're cool. talking. Um, but she's she's amazing, and she's been featured in a few different publications, and we're good friends. But she does a whole bunch of business content, anyways. So she's a younger demo, and um, and basically they were telling her we don't set goals the way our parents do because in their mind, going through high school and college or university, goals meant um, next promotion in your job. Mm. And interesting. Outside of following a linear career path. It was very confusing for them how to set goals that would allow them to be flexible but still achieve a certain financial level. So goals need to be defined better, I think, to mm. fit what the reality of everyone is today, which is no one's staying in a job for 30, 40 years. No one's staying for one company for their entire career. And I think that it's very important to your point to set a goal, not on where you're going in that particular company, but set a goal to as a human being, where do you want to end up? Look, I, I, I totally agree. The the other example for goals, when, when I started uh, growing the company, uh, BoxyCharm, I, I got into a point where I had about 30 employees and one more person helping me running it. And it was just like I was chicken with his head cut off and it was hard for me to, to eventually scale it. By the way, and I found then, her. It's ah, it's at Gabrielle underscore Judge, yep. and she does a lot of a lot of business content, but it's all tailored for people that are just graduating. Well, follow her back. She's <laughs> following you, and you're not following her. What kind of a person are you? So no, so it's like for me when I started, when I was advised by if if you've seen our podcast with. Uh, uh, Claudia Pocha, she advised me to go and create a, a company goal. I thought goals were fucking bullshit. It's like, how was they? I, I don't it's bullshit. It's a corporate bullshit. But no, she's like, write it down. And it was good because I write down what is the company goal. And it took me a minute to think about this and said, well, all my decisions comes down to growth. And then how do you reach that goal? And I started writing the four pillars. So everyone that came to Boxage, I'm kind of like knew the goal yeah. and how to reach it, right? And it was it was very instrumental, making sure that everyone that comes in get to your head. You get that formula. You said we want to grow while we're profitable, and we're going to do it by having the best product in the box, yeah. best experience, best. And everyone that comes in understand how to get there. So in the Louvre, you in the room, they they're still going to take the right decisions. It's, it's absolutely critical. It's important. And many times we push it away because we are, we're trying to not fail in, in reaching that goal, right? Our brain trying to protect us from a failure, right? Subconsciously. Trying that is, to that's how the brain always it's works. Like always trying to protect you from a failure. So you don't want to feel like you're failing because you don't want to set a goal and then not reaching it. So you better not set that goal. No, set that goal. And if you feel like it was an unachievable goal and it was unrealistic, okay, modify it later. Or you did something way better, like, okay, now modify it to make it a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. But you do need to fail a couple of times because otherwise you didn't reach far enough. But no matter what, at the, at the end, if you tried, you're going to be better than where you were yesterday. One last hack that I found works really, really well when you're trying to achieve these goals. And you've already, you in your mind, mentally prepared yourself that you want to make $500,000 and say you're making $100,000 right now. Everyone in your circle should be people that are making $500,000. Mm, yes. You don't actually need people right away that are making $20 million a year or have IPO to company because that it's going to be a lot. You can learn from them, but it's not going to be as achievable in your mind as somebody who went from 100,000 to 500,000 and they think at a $500,000 level in terms of the, how they spend their money, how they live their life, how they invest their money. Yeah, it needs to be in, a, in an attainable distance from you. And it's actually another, to, ta to add on that one, it's good if you know people in your space that are doing that and are, are 
and, and are making those numbers, or yeah. maybe a little bit more, because specifically to your numbers. Your brain is going to explain to you why they're making more than you, and you shouldn't blame yourself for not making that much. Yeah. Your brain's going, well, you know, you're, you're, you're selling uh, towels, and that person is in, in a different space. They're here selling smoke detectors, just completely different space. No. Don't, just don't, don't give the reason for your brain. Your brain is going to actually f- start giving you the motivation when you're going to see another person selling towels and they're making like five, six, seven hundred thousand. Like, okay, well, Johnny's doing that. Just eventually the brain is going to start, oops, uh, the brain is going to stop giving excuses. Yeah. And it's not excuses. Your subconscious will give you the motivation you need once your subconscious will be convinced that it's possible. All right. Okay. That's it for today. If you enjoyed, please subscribe on YouTube. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can download and listen to it wherever you get your podcasts or on liquidityandliquor.com.